Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Michael, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. How you doing? Did you have a lovely day yesterday? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, um, well, it was a regular day for me here because um, being in Indonesia, they don't um, celebrate Fourth of July like we do in America. But hey, still had a great yes, day nonetheless. But um, well, that's wonderful. And I hope uh, our fellow Americans out there got some good um, barbecue. Or whatever, you know, hamburger, hot dog. Actually, I did find a hot dog down here, down here so I guess I am celebrating. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you know, just think about it. If you hadn't have broke from Britain, you wouldn't be having hot dogs and hamburgers on the barbecue. You'd be eating fish and chips out of the paper. Well, shoot. Well, so, I don't know why we broke off. <laughs> fish and chips are great. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes, sir. There we go. No, you had doing... to break away. You had to break away. I, I've read the history books, and I know why you had to break away now. You know, I was at immigration. Um, when was it? I guess I was there today. I've been so many times there. 
working on getting our paperwork updated here. And I was having some small talk with one of the local uh, Balinese uh, officials. I told her about 4th of July, and she said, uh, oh, yeah, the tea. And I didn't put two and two together for a minute. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Boston Tea Party. I said, you know more than most people. The Boston Tea Party. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boston Tea Party. Well, thank God. Thank thank God he didn't stop us drinking tea. So thank God for that. Amen. And I'm drinking iced tea right now. Folks. Oh, lovely. Welcome aboard, wherever you're tuning in from. It's it's exciting to be here today. We are back after a break. And um, we're excited to be here with Pastor Michael Cummins. He's coming to you from England. Brother Michael, you want to open us in prayer? Yes, certainly. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the 4th of July. And we know, we hear people say, God bless America. And God bless America truly. And God bless the free world and bless the Christian world, Lord. And we look forward to the return of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus. And bless us today, Lord, when we learn a bit about astrology and the horoscopes and the danger that they bring. And Lord, anyone out there who's addicted to astrology, addicted to horoscopes, please listen to this program. And if you've got any friends or family that are addicted to this form of divination, when the show's recorded, make them listen to it because this is not a bit of fun. This is evil demonic stuff from the throne of Satan. So we pray, Lord, you will set the captives free today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I say amen to that. My friend, welcome back, and the mic is yours. Thank you very much. God bless you all. I'd like to say hello to all of you that have contacted me with emails and asked for prayer, and uh, God bless you all. And we're going to talk. We're going to start off talking about astrology. Then later on, we're going to go over to horoscopes. Astrology is popular all over the world. For some reason, when people have a need, they don't get on their knees and ask the Lord God through Jesus Christ our Lord to meet their needs. Philippians 4.19 says this. Let's start by a positive positive scripture and this is what we all must stand by it says here philippians 4 verse 19 it says but my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus so why are you getting involved in astrology what's the reason for it Well, I've always believed when people get involved in witchcraft or they get involved in astrology and they start looking for other forms of uh, speaking into their future and getting their future and their prayers answered, I believe they're impatient. I believe these people are impatient. They want instant answers to their prayer. Let's have a look at uh, Isaiah. 47 verses 13 to 15 and we'll read this now thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels let now the astrologers the stargazers the monthly prognosticators stand up 
and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. Behold, there shall be as stubble, the fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at, nor fire to sit before it. Thus shall they be unto thee, with whom thou hast laboured, even thy merchants from thy youth. They shall wander every one to his quarter. None shall save thee. So that tells us there's no benefits in astrology. So why do people do that? Astrology in the Bible. The first mention of astrology in the Bible God is speaking to the people of ancient Babylon. Middle East archaeology has confirmed that astrology did indeed originate in the nation of Babylon, which is now, of course, called Iraq. Tablets have been, stone tablets have been excavated depicting horoscope charts dating from approximately the 5th century BC and even earlier. Astrology is a part of divination which teaches the relative positioning in the sky of the sun, the moon, the planets and that has an influence upon individuals and upon the day-to-day running of human affairs. In our modern times, just like in the times of ancient Babylon, a growing number of people are utilising the services of astrology. Now, big companies are trying to predict the stock markets through astrology. I know police forces in Britain in the past, when a child has gone missing, They've brought in stargazers and astrologers and people who operate in the occult like mediums and soothsayers to try and find where that child is. As the case goes on and they believe the child is dead or they believe anyone that's missing may now be dead, they engage these people to try and find where the bodies are buried. And I'm appalled by this because I'm appalled by big companies who will use this sort of thing because it is divination. People are not asking God any longer. Now, I seek God all the time for many things. And most of the time, God hears my prayers and God fills my need. Now, the only time God doesn't give anything to me, probably because I've asked wrongly, or probably God doesn't want me to have that. There's nothing wrong with that. I say, praise the Lord, glory to his holy name. If he withholds things from me, God has a good reason for doing so. But people are going after astrologers and stargazers. Now, Before we go any further, there are people out there who will say, but hold on a minute, you're speaking against astrologers. What about the star over Bethlehem that led the Magi from places like Babylon 
and they followed that star. The three kings, Melchior, Baltazar, and Caspar, they followed that star. But let's be honest, that was a star put there by God. That was a star put there so the Magi could come to Bethlehem and see the baby Jesus in the stable and give him reverence and give him the gifts that they had bought, gold, frankincense and myrrh. That is nothing to do with stargazing. Yes, the people that come, the three kings, they were better known as magi. So they would have known how to plot a route through the sky. But it was made easy for them. They followed the star and the star rested over the manger in Bethlehem. That was nothing to do with divination. God would never involve himself in divination. So anyone who thinks that was part of star gazing is wrong. That was God bringing these magi from the countries in the east, bringing them there to pay homage to the baby Jesus. In the book of Daniel, there is a profound event in the life of the king who summoned the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers and the astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. The astrologers were also known as Chaldeans. Remember, Abraham himself came from Ur of the Chaldeans and they were part of the king's circle of so-called wise men who practiced divination. The actual word for astrology in the Hebrew tongue literally means divining the heavens. Divination is an act of fortune telling to find out events or revealing secret knowledge by means of signs and omens and other supernatural divination. The practice of pagan divination is prohibited by God. God has said, do not take part in it. Now, divination, we can include the use of playing cards, the use of tarot cards, the use of Ouija boards. I know a family in West London who, when the children was on school holidays, they decided to play with the Ouija board in their mother's home. The mother had to go to work in the afternoon. These were teenage boys, and they practiced divination. They didn't really know what they were doing, but they played about with the Ouija board, and they unleashed something nasty that came in the form of an evil spirit. One young man was lifted off the floor and levitated in the middle of the room. They had an old dog there, a family pet, and the dog ran out in the garden and wouldn't come in. He was terrified. And they were so frightened, these boys, that they rang their mother at work and said, please come home. She was so worried she thought someone had had an accident or someone had been taken very ill. 
And when she went there, she said there was a smell in the room where they'd practiced with the Ouija board of freshly cut earth, like a grave that had been dug for a coffin. They were terrified. They wasn't Christians. So they went to the local Catholic church, banged on the door, and a Catholic priest come down. He couldn't get rid of it. And I believe it took three Catholic priests all coming in there together for it to be safe in the house. So when we practice divination, we have no idea of the consequences of what we're getting into. They certainly never. And I remember when I saw them some years later, you could see they were still frightened as they tried to explain it to me. Leviticus 19, verse 26, says the truth. Hallelujah. You shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall you use enchantment, nor observe times. Of course, blood being about the order to eat food without blood in it, and for the food to be koshered. And enchantments and omens and this sort of thing is what we're talking about today. We're talking about divination. When we go on to horoscopes later, we can see how this misleads people. If I went to someone in the street, and in Britain, I don't know what it's like in the States or anywhere else in the world, but in Britain, every TV magazine where you look at the TV listings, most women's magazines, even some magazines were sporting, and all the daily newspapers have horoscopes there. They all have horoscopes. It's out of control. And if I went to someone and said, you know those horoscopes you're reading, they're of the devil, they would laugh at me. Because most of the people you have on British TV that uh, uh, do horoscope readings, they're very camp men, very chubby, very cuddly, and they don't look threatening at all. And most of the women are very vampish looking. They remind me of Morticia in the old Adams Family program. I think that an actress's name was Carolyn Jones who played Morticia. They look very funny, very amusing. And it's all very laughable and camp. But you know, some people, as soon as the paper goes through the door in the morning, that's the first thing they look at before anything else. I don't read newspapers. I occasionally get the news off the internet, but I really don't watch that stuff. But there was one paper in particular called The Sun. It was the biggest selling daily paper in Britain, and they used to have a number of celebrity uh, fortune tellers and diviners that used to go on there. Very scary stuff if it gets out of control. Divination was common amongst the pagan peoples of the Bible lands. And it was very common amongst those people. And when the children of Israel was told to inhabit those lands, God gave fierce warnings to the people as they went into the promised land of Canaan. God warned them not to practice astrology. Let's have a look at Deuteronomy 18 
and we'll look at verses 9 to 14, so we know. This is God's warning. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall be not found amongst you anyone who maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearkened unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee to do so. Amen. So God makes it clear when the children of Israel had crossed the, the river Jordan and they were coming in to the land that God had given them. They wasn't to practice any of these things. Let's go over these things and just give you a reminder of what they are. There will not be found amongst you anyone who maketh his son or daughter pass through the fire. That was a human sacrifice to the Canaanite god Molech. Molech is depicted as uh, a demon, an evil spirit, with a big opening in his midriff, which is a fiery furnace. And the Canaanites would offer their children up. Why would they offer their children up? For, for a good harvest, for good crops, for blessings and prosperity. That's what they offered them for. Hallelujah. Uh, or that uses divination. People who are stargazers, astrologers, God is against it. An observer of times, a very similar thing, or an enchanter or a witch. Anyone involved with the occult or a charmer or a consultant with familiar spirits. Wizards, witches, they will consult familiar spirits. Hallelujah. Or a necromancer. And we spoke about necromancy last week. A necromancer will try and raise the dead. Like Saul did when he went to see the witch of Endor and she attempted to bring up the spirit of the prophet Samuel. All people that do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, that's why God is so hard on the people that live in the land of Canaan. And you shall be perfect with the Lord. You shall do your very best not to do anything like this or not to offend the Lord your God. So that doesn't sound so good, does it? It sounds a bit different than some cuddly camp man speaking in a strange accent who's coming on the television telling you how the sun is moving, the moon is moving, Mars is moving, Venus is mooning, Neptune, 
and Jupiter and how they can plot your future. You know, the Wall Street, Wall Street Press said recently to get a, a horoscope reading, all you have to do is put your date of birth there, the time that you're requesting a reading and the area you live in. And they come up with an instant reading off the Internet. You can go onto the Internet at any time and get readings from horoscopes and astrology any time you like. Let's have a look at 1 Samuel 15, verse 23. Hallelujah. And it warns us, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Hallelujah. That's what Saul did. You see, it is rebellion against God. God wants to meet your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. But if you don't allow him to do so, if you decide, well, I'm not going to worry about God, I'm going to go to these people because they're going to give me a reading that's going to last for the rest of the year, sometimes for the rest of my life. So there's only two spiritual forces in the universe. There's God and there's Satan. Anything Satan will tell us cannot come into being. Because Satan is only allowed to do what God allows him to do. God is the ultimate power, the complete power, the true power. So we have to believe in God. And as I said before, why are people turning to Satan? Why are people being led by the spirit of curiosity? led by the spirit of seduction and being led to go into divination to find out about their futures. Common thing is, my son's taking exams. I don't know what the exams are in America. In Britain, it's called A-levels. In France, it's called baccalaureate. People want to know how their kids are going to do because it's going to affect their very future. We should get on our knees and we should say, Lord God, I love my son and I know you love him. Please lead us and guide us, Lord, for the rest of his life where he's concerned. But no, these people are paying money online to get card readings, to get tarot card readings, to get crystal ball readings, tea leaves readings, whatever they use. But the devil's behind it. They're turning away from God and they're turning to the devil. For curiosity and amusement, millions of ordinary people read their daily horoscopes published in mass circulation newspapers all over the world. It's all right, you can have this bit of fun and your interest in astrology, it won't do you no harm at all. It's just a bit of fun. There's nothing bad that can come from it. That's how they push it. That's how they promote it. 
That's how they lead you astray. What counsel does the Bible give on this issue? Let's have a look at 1 Thessalonians 5.22. Let's have a look at that now, right at the other end of the Bible, and see what this says. See what the Lord has said. I don't know if any of you have mucked about with horoscopes or mucked about with divination in your life. You see, if you say to these people, divination, horoscopes is actually the same as witchcraft, they won't believe you because they don't think this is anything to do with the devil. But let's have a look what 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 22 says. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And this is an appearance of evil. An appearance of evil. Now let's have a look at the validity of astrology. Is astrology real? Can it be relied on? All of you people who have done it in the past, you obviously relied that you would get some sort of answer by doing this. Perhaps you even thought that maybe it was God that was giving you the answers through the stars, through the moon. Because let's be honest, God created the universe. And maybe you thought, well, this must be of God. God created the universe. Satan never. But I tell you the truth, it's from Satan. We remember in Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar asked his diviners and and astrologers and other wizards to tell him his, his dream and interpret its meaning. How did they respond? Let's have a look at the book of Daniel. This is very interesting. The book of Daniel there. Daniel 2, verses 9 and 10. Let's have a look what it says now. In Jesus' name we pray. Daniel 2, verses 9 and 10. It says, But if you will not make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you. For you have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me, till the time be changed. Therefore tell me the dream, and I shall know that you shall show me the interpretation thereof. The Chaldeans answered before the king and said, There is not a man on the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, no ruler, that asks such things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. He wants answers to his dreams. The astrologers of Babylon... What will they use? They will use the movement of the sun, the movement of the moon, the alignment of the planets. They will use that to try and work out. But Nebuchadnezzar has called them liars. Basically, you remember that saying, I use it all the time. They tell someone what they want to hear. 
politicians do it all the time. They tell people what they want to hear. So do these astrologers and so do these soothsayers. They tell you what they want to hear and they give you confidence. I've been said things over me. I remember a guy coming up to me once and saying to me, you know what, pastor? And I said, what's that? He said, in a few years' time, you will be preaching at Madison Square Garden, and I believe you will go to America, and you will preach in front of a 100,000 people. That's what he said. Now, there may have been some truth in that, because when we're on the radio, preaching as we do now, who knows? the amount of people that can listen on the radio. Who knows when all the people are added together, when they listen to the show once it's been put online, how many are listening to it? But at the time, I thanked the man. I said, thank you very much. God bless you. And we went away and we waited. And, you know, I've always said to people in churches, especially people who say the Holy Spirit told me this, the Holy Spirit told me that. I've always said, before you mention the name of the Holy Spirit, you must be absolutely sure it's the Holy Spirit who spoke to you. And these soothsayers in Babylon under Nebuchadnezzar, I think they were just making up things. The secrets that the king had demanded to know, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians and the soothsayers cannot declare to the king the truth. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets. He has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Your dream and the visions of your head upon the bed were these. With God's anointing, Daniel was able to then describe and explain the king's great prophetic dream. Let's have a look at Daniel 2, verses 27 to 28. Daniel answered, in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded, cannot the wise men and astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers, show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days, thy dream and thy visions of thy head upon the bed are they. Hallelujah. And as for thee, O king, verse 29, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What should come to pass thereafter? And he that revealeth secrets maketh known to me what shall come to pass. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I'll read verse 30. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any one living. But for their sake, that shall make known the interpretation to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts 
of thy heart. Hallelujah. Verse 31. Thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. Hallelujah. I'll stop there. I won't go on, because I don't want to tell the story of the king. I want to explain. You see, Daniel was an anointed man of God. Daniel was anointed. And because Daniel was anointed, and he trusted in God alone. He trusted in God alone. There's a famous saying by Corey Ten Boom. You may have heard of Corey Ten Boom, the famous woman of God who came from Harlem in Holland, who during the Second World War, Hid, hid Jewish men, women and children from the Nazis who would arrest them and send them to death camp. She herself and her sister and father were sent to a death, death camp, but she survived the war. And she had this saying, this is from Corey Temple, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. What a wonderful thing. Never be afraid. You can always trust in God. If there is a need to understand important situations in our life, we must be wise to turn away and shun the evil of astrology, divination. But let us know that there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, like he revealed unto Daniel, for King Nebuchadnezzar, we can turn to God for help at any time. I'm going to give you some scriptures to look at this. First, we're going to go to Psalm 9, verse 10. Wonderful scriptures, these. Psalm 9, verse 10. Hallelujah. You know, I go to and fro the Bible. If you hear the noises as I flip over the pages... Please take no notice of them. Psalm 9, verses 10. Hallelujah. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. We've never been forsaken those that seek thee. Hallelujah. What a wonderful scripture. We will never be forsaken because we do not trust in our own understanding. And that's probably the biggest mistake we make. We lean on our own understanding. Let's have a look at Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. If you can't write these scriptures down, you can listen to the replay of this program online. And you can write these scriptures down. Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Don't you want your paths directed from the Lord? Why would you want to trust in your own understanding? You know, even Albert Einstein, who was regarded as probably the most brilliant mind 
in the modern day. I look at it like this. Albert Einstein, though he was brilliant, he didn't know anything like as much as God. And when you think of the brilliance of Albert Einstein in splitting the atom, what happened to his knowledge? Nuclear bombs were made by it. Robert Oppenheimer and Tiller and all those scientists who went to Los Alamos made the nuclear bomb that fell on Hiroshima and later on one fell on Nagasaki. And now we have this fear in the world now of Vladimir Putin and his Satan II missile that he says he can fire from the Soviet Union and be in London in three minutes. Well, three minutes is enough to say Psalm 91. And when we say Psalm 91, we will be saved in Jesus' name. Joshua 1, verse 9. This is mighty. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Now I want to give you some figures regarding astrology. The Wall Street Journal explained, I said this before, but I'll enter it again. The Wall Street Journal explained, you can enter your birth date, time and location on a horoscope app and it will give you a specific birth chart shedding light on your passions and your things, your predispositions of things you like. One of the most popular horoscope apps in America is called CoStar. This has been downloaded by a staggering 15% of all American women aged 20 to 24. As of January 2023, this accounted for 7.5 million registered users. Beyond your birth chart, CoStar will also give you a daily insight, will give you guidance in the zones of self, spirituality, social life and work. What is the occult? Some people are saying, how can horoscopes be the occult? The word occult means that this is hidden, something that is hidden beyond the range of ordinary human knowledge or underneath the surface of normal life. You know, there is such a thing called occult blood. I learned this many years ago, that there is blood that can flow from someone's body that can only be picked up under a microscope. It can't be picked up by the human eye. And these are the things that Satan wants to get you into through the occult, through horoscopes, through astrology. He wants to, you to get involved into the secret world, the hidden world, where he lives and his demons operate. This is the occult world. By engaging the forces of darkness, which astrology and horoscopes are, 
they come from the forces of darkness. We are opening the door to Satan and his demons. Something occultic is a disclosure or communication of information that previously has not been available to the human race through normal means. So for you to find this information, you will have to look at horoscopes, fortune telling, psychic hotlines and tarot cards. What about horoscopes, fortune telling and tarot cards? This information they claim comes from somewhere and it's not coming from God. Though the sources of God has allowed Satan to operate and God has allowed Satan to operate until the end times when he'll be cast in the lake of fire. All this stuff, horoscopes, fortune telling, tarot cards, comes from the evil one. There is no Pacific power floating around the atmosphere that God ever created separate from himself that if you get involved with, you can pick up information that only God would know. No, that's rubbish. That doesn't exist. As we said before, there is God. And very low underneath God is the devil or Satan. There is no cosmic consciousness that you can tap into that will give you information about your whole life. Everything falls under the banner of heaven and hell. Without doubt, the Bible teaches that not only did God create the stars, he created their patterns. We can read that. He created the universe. When people look at this, the, the stars of a night on a dark night, of course, you can be almost affixed to looking at these things. The thing that usually breaks your vision, if it's a, a night aeroplane with its flashing lights that go across the sky of a night, but you can... Look at these things. You know, recently we've had these guys who went down with that submarine to have a look at the wreck of the Titanic. And this thing was being, op being operated by something that came from a game console. Now, how can people go three and a half miles under the ocean to the wreck of the Titanic by something that just costs a few pounds to buy? And of course, we know this thing imploded and they all died. You see, people are infixed at looking at the sky or looking at the ocean. Because you see, they want to know what's going on. But the Bible gives us a warning about taking these things too far. And you look up to the sky and you see the sun, the moon, the stars all the heavenly array. Let's have a look at Deuteronomy 4.19 and we will read what God has actually said is when we look up to the stars. 
Deuteronomy 4.19 Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the host of heaven should not, shouldn't be driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord thy God have divided unto all the nations, unto the whole heaven. Never was we told to worship them. And I agree, there's something very magical when we look up to the stars. Hallelujah. Just to clarify this, this isn't about astronomy. Astronomy is something different. The scientific study of the stars, or even about God's use of the stars and his own workings and miracles, such as leading the wise men to the baby Jesus. I spoke about that. We're talking about astrology. We're talking about trying to predict the future by studying the stars, the sun and the moon. When, as I said before, the three magi, they found the stable where the baby Jesus was, but was because of astronomy, the scientific study of the stars. This is not divination. Divination is something completely different. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. If you have a CoStar app or other astrology tools, you now know what you've been dabbling in. And I hope you know it's time to not look at that stuff any longer because it's extremely dangerous don't look at it leave your future to the Lord for he knows your future I'm going to read Deuteronomy 18 verses 10 to 13 again just to remind us there shall not be found amongst you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Do you know what witchcraft is? Witchcraft is seeking help and guidance from a spiritual power other than God. As we said before, there are two sources of spiritual power, God or Satan. Ultimately, there is only one source of supreme power. Because the only power Satan has is the power that God allows him to have. So when you look at the horoscopes or you look at astrology, do not believe you're dealing with the ultimate power. You're dealing with a fallen angel that has been cast down to the earth. And it's simple. Anytime you hear someone using words that sound spiritual 
without mentioning Jesus Christ or the Bible, get away from them as quick as you can. The devil is a spirit, just as God is a spirit. Our battles in this life are ultimately against Satan, the devil. Ephesians 6 verse 12 tells us that. The devil works inside people's hearts to lead them to do horrible things and to lead them to rebellion against God, just like he rebelled against God. The devil can't make anyone do anything, but he tempts them seduces them and tries to get them to do things without hesitation. All forms of horoscopes, tarot cards, palm readings, fortune telling, crystal boards, Ouija boards, astrology, worshipping or contacting the dead, are sorcery are of evil. Sorcery is an interesting word in the Bible. It's derived from the same Hebrew word that is close to the word pharmacy, which is pharmakia. And hence, sorcery can be described as the use of mind hallucinatory drugs. And when people are high on drugs, they have interaction with demons and evil spirits. They start having unbelievable nightmares. I always remember back in the 60s uh, when Fleetwood Mac first went to America. The original Fleetwood Mac that was a blues band that was led by Peter Green, the guitarist. And Mick Fleetwood and the other members, uh, John McVie, Peter Green and Danny Kerwin, who were Fleetwood Mac, met the Grateful Dead and they decided to drop acid. And when they dropped acid, Mick Fleetwood said afterwards he'd never been so terrified in all his life. He said he was looking at people and he couldn't see their flesh. All he could see was their skeletons walking around. And he'd never been so frightened again and he never ever did it again when you take drugs you know you open yourself up to that spirit of pharmacia whether it be heavy drugs tranquilizers sleeping tablets that have been given to you by health services or it be illegal drugs like heroin lsd cocaine they all do you damage you know people in the east hindus and Buddhists and people like that, people who get involved with transcendental meditation, they have taken these drugs. The Beatles were big on LSD in the 1960s when they went to see the Maharishi Yogi. I remember a man who was brought up as a Roman Catholic, an Indian Christian, and he decided to go back into his Indian roots and become a Hindu, he was staying in these sort of places like tents, there's probably an Indian name for them, while he was being taught by the Maharishi Yobi, and he saw huge cobras all around him.
George Harrison said he saw a man holding on to a rope and this rope was completely rigid in a cave and there was no bottom or top to this rope. This man was stranded in midair, chanting. This is all the stuff of the devil. The devil is a prankster, a trickster. He's trying to convince us that he knows more than God. As I said before, people use astrology to try and find out how their investments are going to do. People will engage astrologists to try and find out if they've lost a dog or a cat. They will use psychics and a witch to try and find out what's happened to their animals. And they will do this. It's all lies. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, it's all lies. Let's look at some more scriptures. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, forgive me if I read a scripture more than once, but I just want this to really be heard. Leviticus 19, verse 31, says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. You see, these things will defile you. You are opening the door to demons and evil spirits and they will enter in your body and take control of you. These things are wicked. To observe the cycles of the moon and the stars as a form of religion is sinful. Islamic Muslims pray five times daily corresponding with the cycles of the moon. Ever notice the moon symbol that is cherished by the Muslims? It is the symbol of the moon god, which is exactly where the Islamic religion started back in 800 AD, under the moon god Muhammad. We believe that's a false religion. On the top of every mosque there is the half moon, when they have Ramadan, it's a certain movement of that moon. But they believe it's part of their religion. Yet God in the Bible has told people to have nothing to do with stargazing. I can remember a few years ago, and some faker in India announced that there would be no nuclear war between India and Pakistan. This was based, there was a lot of friction between India and Pakistan. And people thought both were nuclear powers, that there could be a nuclear war. But these Indians, they used predictions made by the government of India's top astrologers the same stargazers that didn't help Babylon. These evils are alive today. They cannot be hidden. Let's have a look at a wonderful scripture in Second Chronicles 33, verse 6. Second Chronicles 33, 
verse 6. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus we pray. Thank you, Lord. And he caused his children to pass through the fire in the valley of the sons of Hinnom. Also he observed times and used enchantments and used witchcraft and dealt with a familiar spirit and with wizards. He wrought much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Hallelujah. And that's talking about Manasseh, the wicked king who came after Hezekiah. He did all these things. All forms of horoscopes, tarot cards, psychics, palm readings, fortune tellings are of the devil. That includes the veneration of worshipping the dead. Worshipping statues of former saints. I know that the Catholic Church do that. They worship idols. A lot of them have statues of former saints. I myself went to see a Greek woman one night and we were very close to this Greek woman. I was her insurance agent. And she came to me and said, Michael, have a look at this. It's cost me a lot of money. And she brought down an icon of St. Anthony. And she held it right close to me. I don't know if she wanted me to kiss it or to do anything like that. But though I wasn't shocked, I said to her, it's a wonderful painting. And it was a wonderful painting. But you see, she would put that on her room. I don't know where she'd put it, maybe in her bedroom in a children's room but praying to statues or praying to even photos is idolatry posters that's all idolatry and I remember going to a house once and a lady who was demon possessed and she was a Roman Catholic and she lived in Essex near the seaside and myself and my wife went to see her and remember, we went to see her, and she literally had posters of the Virgin Mary all over her house. She had about a dozen crucifixes round her neck, and they was all entwined into her hair. And Janice took the whole day unraveling these things and taking them off. And what I did see that shocked me greatly, and it really did, and this is the only time I've seen this, there was a big poster on the wall. And I remember getting close to it, and there were 12 men sitting round, like children would sit when you went to primary school. And there was the throne in front. And I thought automatically, ah, they're sitting at the feet of Jesus. And when I went there, no, it wasn't. They were sitting at the feet of the Virgin Mary. And I remember saying to this woman, this is not biblical. This is not biblical at all. And even though it's the Blessed Virgin Mary and she was highly exalted amongst all women, I said, this is not biblical. You can't do this sort of thing. Well, I know uh, we're coming to the end of the show now, but I've got some scriptures I want to read to you so you get the idea that this stuff is evil and how much God is against it. I want to go to Micah 5, verse 12. 
just get these scriptures in before we finish. Micah 5, verse 12. And I will cut off witchcrafts out of thine hand, and thou shalt have no more soothsayers. That is God speaking. And let's talk about the fall of Saul again. I know we spoke about Saul last week. Let's have a look at First Chronicles 10, verses 13 to 14. Hallelujah. Let's talk about the actual fall of Saul. So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had familiar spirit to inquire of it, and inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. If you don't inquire of the Lord, you put all your trust in the devil, then God will punish you. And quite frankly, if you spend your life looking at horoscopes or going to tarot card readers, you deserve to be punished. Everything we need, God will give us. All we have to do is ask. And we have to ask in faith. Galatians 5, verses 19 to 21. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emotions, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Just a few more scriptures. Please bear with me. I know I'm running a little bit late, but these scriptures are important. The next one is First Timothy 4, 1. Wonderful scriptures. Now the Spirit speaking expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. That's what all this is. Doctrines of demons. We must read the word of God. Second Timothy 3.16, the last scriptures. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Verse 17 says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished in all good works. Brothers and sisters and all those listening, rely on the word of God because the word of God will never lie to you. Fortune tellers, soothsayers, familiar spirits, demons and evil spirits, and anything that comes from Satan will lie to you. Remember, Satan was Flaros, the father of lies, and he still is. 
May God bless you all and thank you for listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Michael, what a great teaching today, my friend. What would you like to title this for the archive? Stay away from divination. Perfect. Uh, Brother Michael, tell people about your church. Also, how they can contact you and support your ministry. Well, we have a church in in London, and uh, it's in London, uh, northwest London. It's a place called Kilburn, northwest six, and we meet every Thursday from twelve noon till about three in the afternoon doing Bible study, uh, and then on Friday evening we have a short intercessory prayer where we pray for the world and the world's needs from 6 to 7 and then we have a Sunday service from round about 11, 10, 11, 15 till 1 o'clock then after that there is intercessory prayer for those who need it, deliverance and healing from those who need it and uh, it's called Kilburn Christian Fellowship uh, if you look on the church website, there's all the main transport links between the major stations in London, and uh, you know, it'd be great to see you in Jesus' name, there is a website a website for myself called Frame Cummins, F-R-A-M-E Cummins C-U-M-M-I-N-S 123 at AOL.com Contact me if you've got a problem if you want any intercessory prayer or deliverance prayer, and I will send you my Skype address and we can pray on Skype. Also, if you want to uh, support the ministry, on that email address, framecummings123 at com, there is a, uh, 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 an account there. I've forgot the name of the, the, name of the account, uh, but uh, there is an account there. Where you can PayPal support PayPal. Sorry, I forgot yes. it. It's, there you go. I'm thinking of fortune tellers. I got <laughs> my mind full of fortune tellers. But if you go on to PayPal and you want to support the ministry, you can do. And again, uh, Frame Cummins one two three one two three at aol dot com. My friend, it is a real honor to be here with you every week, folks. I look forward to this date. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, which is 3 p.m. UK. We'll see you next time, Brother Michael. We love you. See you. Look forward to it. And God bless you all. Thank you, my friend. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And this is possible because of Sister Maria Love London, who introduced me to Brother Michael. And I'm so excited to have our brother on every week. Um, How are y'all doing out there? We'll talk more here in a minute. Let's take a break, go to a song, and we'll come back with more. <laughs> 